Welcome to Karate in the Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Watts. Uh, kickstart for you for the 15th of May. How are we have done the month already? Fuck, dude. This happens. It happens if you're lucky, dude. You'll get through the entire month and then the next one and the next one and the next one. That's crazy. How does it feel, by, by the way? This is, is this like the longest stretch you've been off for a while? Because um, you kind of went, you, you didn't have a lot of gap between. Well, that's not true. The last one, you had a big gap. Well, relatively big gap. Yeah, no, not quite. I mean, I was off uh, after, I was off from what, the beginning of November till the beginning of January. So yeah. I was off, you know, it's, it's about normal. Yeah. Yeah. Usually two months is kind of normal and it's, it'll be two months on the 24. No. Uh, what was my last day there in Atlanta? I, wanted, I thought the it was 18th the teens. 19th. I was going to say yeah. it was in the teens, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's close. It'll be like, you know, like Wednesday. I'll be, a, you know, 60 days in the hole, as they say. Since we started, since we started doing this show, how often have you like had to go to like, go to go work in the South in like, I don't know, late August or early September? <laughs> it's just what happens. <laughs> the most oppressive time of the year to be there. Oh yeah, this I'm time last year was in it was in Atlanta. This time last year, uh, I just started one fast move. Right, when's that coming out? By the way, I don't know. Sometime soon. I mean, I know that there's a cut done. I was gonna maybe reach out and talk to Kelly this week and see what's happening. Um, I know that it's, but but you know what did get announced this week? Yeah, many of the line. We finally got a many of the line trailer and an actual release date. There was actually. There's a whole bunch of things that happen. Theatrical all, release, too. Theatrical release in June. June 9th? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. The trailer is going to be in, in the show notes. I had, I had asked you, Mike, man, there's sure a lot of a lot of handheld in here. It feels like in, in, in the trailer where it feels like it's post-produced. And it feels it's very jarring because almost every damn shot is handheld. It's okay to do the military stuff like that. I get what the effects yeah. you're going for. <laughs> right. But you're doing it and Brian Cox is like sitting by his desk and it's handheld. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Anyway, you confirmed that the movie itself does not have those elements in it, which is good because it's very jarring. It's jarring. I mean, there's no other way of saying it. I was trying to avoid the whole jarhead thing since it's got Marine Corps people. Marines. <laughs> yeah, sure. Of course. I gotcha. And also, red box cover aside, it looks good. I, I'm excited to see it because it's like, I mean, it's Brian Cox. So like, yeah, I, I sign me up. Yeah, totally. And you get West Studi. You know, I, I gotta say, across the board, all the uh, all the performances are really good. And I feel like you know, it, you know, everybody brought their you know A list game because they were working with Brian Cox. Right. Perry Matfield's great in it. Isn't she the one that plays that blind girl on the t- on Netflix show? Oh, I, you know, I don't know. I knew it's funny, man. I recognized her when I met her because my dad used to watch, uh, what is it? The haunted Hathaways. Is that right? On Disney for some reason. And she was on it. Oh yeah, dude. She's totally, it's totally her. She's on that show in the dark. She plays a blind woman in that. Right. 
There you go. Yeah, that dude, that show's rad. She's really good because I, I didn't recognize that was her until, I don't know, like maybe her second or third shot in the trailer. I was like, holy shit. Oh, she was also in Who Invited Them last year that came out, a, horror, a little horror action there. But yeah, she does a lot of a lot of fun stuff. She's I like her a lot. She, I can't believe this about her. She's still under 30. She's only 29. I, I, yeah, man. I thought she's been around for a lot longer oh. than that. But It wasn't the Haunted Hathaways. It's the Wizards of Waverly Place. That's Same. what she was on. But I knew what you were. Here's the thing. Yeah. I knew what you she were. She was Franken girl. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I recognize she's very tall, man. She's like super tall. Like Yeah, she's 5'10". Yeah, when I met her, I was like, holy cow. Because, again, we were, you know, in Livingston, Montana, and we were all in a very, so, it was, you know, it was a very tight-knit group. Like, we would all sort of just go to dinner every Sunday night at the one five-star, you know, Italian restaurant in uh, in Livingston, Montana, which had some amazing food. I think I maybe said before, saw Michael Keaton in there, um, maybe Huey Lewis, <laughs> because those guys all live, you know, up there in Montana. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Yeah, but, everybody, uh, yeah, the trailer looks good. I'm so yeah. excited for Josh and for Eve and for everybody involved that uh, there's finally a trailer and, you know, some light at the end of the tunnel because it was hard work, man. You know, movies are hard work and for it to finally be finished and, and to be getting a theatrical release in, in this day and age is uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Just, I mean, guy was just asking about because we, I didn't, you didn't have any idea when it was coming out, and we hadn't really heard anything. No, since the the color timing session. How many? How long ago was that? It was over, it was over a year ago. It was. Uh, yeah, I remember you were gone, and then um, Eve had given you an update saying it was looking good and everything. But that was, I want to see you were doing the other Zoe at that time. Would that be right? No, cause, well, no, because Eve was on the other Zoe. Oh we yeah, were, uh, I was working. When, when the color, because I did go to a color time, I went to a color session for Men in the Line with Eve. Uh, I want to say it was like last March because I was, I was, I was just finishing remote. Maybe I'm thinking of, was there, was there a crew screening? Yeah. For the festival, there was a screening. Yeah. And that, I, I think you weren't able yeah, to. In San Diego when yeah. I was gone. Yeah. That's what, it, that's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. And that's right. That's what you told me because Eve said it went well. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 See what happens with time. <laughs> time makes time. you forget shit. Yeah. What's that? What's that all? What's that line? Distance makes the heart grow fond. No. Uh, <laughs> memory is not the best. You know, I'm paraphrasing it, but memory is not the best, the best historian. Best, best historian. Yeah. Shit. Minutes to memory. Minutes as to- John Cougar Mellencamp would say. <laughs> Look it up. Look Scare it up. Scarecrow. Well, yes. Second song. I finished. By the way, I finished Bob Kiss. And oh, nice! Yeah, and the way that the way it ends, it's so perfect because it's like you can tell somebody didn't have their their uh, second season renewal yet. You can you can tell by the way, <laughs> it's that it's that thing right where you're like going, "Well, we got to set it up, we got to set it up." But again, like I mentioned last week, Pesci, dude. Yeah, well, dude. I mean, look, you don't have to sell me on Pesci. I'll fucking watch just about anything with Pesci in it. Actually, I will watch anything. I saw Love Ranch, so um, <laughs> I will watch anything with Joe Pesci. There's this moment in the in the um, the last episode of the season, and it's Edie Falco and Pesci together, just the two of them. It's that one of those moments that you wait for, knowing that these two are in the show together. You're just waiting for the moment where they're just just the two of them are working together. It's so fucking good. It's just, yeah, it's a, it's a sweet moment, and it's just a I don't know. It just feels real. It's a real. I mean. Whatever about Pete Davidson and people, everyone's got an opinion about about him and whether they like him or not, and 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 that's fine. It, again, like all entertainment, it's not for everybody. But 
if you're a fan of Pesci, it's worth the time just for his moments. And Edie Falco is tremendous. Duh. Um, it makes me want to go back and watch Nurse Jackie. Watch Nurse Jackie from the beginning because I don't. I, I saw it so spread out between the first and all the other seasons after that. I feel like I need to watch them all a little more together. You know, she dies at the end. She thinks <laughs> she doesn't die at the end of Buff Kiss. Oh, should I spoil that for somebody? Uh, she doesn't die. She lives in Buff Kiss. Yeah, it's a Pesci. I gotta, I'm just gearing up. I gotta, I gotta be in the right frame of mind to you know sit down and no, no, watch I, get, that. I, I don't know anything about Pete Davidson. No, it's okay. Do, it's all no, right. No, I'm being 100% transparent. I have no opinion on him because I've never seen him on Saturday Night Live. Didn't see the King of King of Staten Island, Staten Island, Long Island, whatever. I didn't see that, which is more or less this, and but this is series form. So I know nothing about him other than his face uh, when I see it. Many the line, June 9th, twenty twenty three. Exciting times. It is the most, it's not even a Blu-ray cover. This thing is so red boxy. You could, you see it more inside a tall DVD, black DVD case than I do in a Blu-ray case. That post. Oh yeah, man. It, uh, yeah, yeah. It. Speaking of AI creations, mm. Jesus, dude. Hey, you know what I want to say too? Also, it's stone cold now on Blu-ray. Yep. I want to say this though. That is not, the, I, I, I own it on Blu-ray and it was from Olive Studios and it came out. I mean, I've had it for, fuck, I don't know, several years. So right. I guess maybe Olive went belly up because I own a couple Olive titles, but I don't know if they're still around, but I mean, maybe their rights expired and, you know, or Kino acquired Olive, who knows? Because I feel like some of these titles that Kino is putting out now were on this is a terrible segue, by the way. <laughs> but we went from movie posters and I was looking at movie and I was like, oh, speaking of movie posters, because I had it uh, pulled up the Stone Cold cover that they did, which is, is you know, it's not, it's weird because it's not the theatrical one sheet and it's not like anything new. It's just kind of this weird, you've seen it. So, yeah. Oh my God, dude. Did you, I didn't even look at this. I look here. This is great. So I'm looking at the new, this email came yesterday. Programmed to kill. Jeez. <laughs> released on Blu-ray. Look at that. Uh-huh. If that's not the 2B bots working, this whole list of things, these, you know, there's a bunch of, I feel like some of these are already out and then there's some new stuff in here that uh, Kino is uh, dropping like Stone Cold Heat with Burt Reynolds, the taking of Pelham 123, 4K, the original, Violent City with Charles Bronson and Jill Ireland and Telly Savalas. What a, what a day. What a week. Program to Kill, The Retaliator. <laughs> That's the other title that it had. Yeah. <laughs> the Retaliator. The Retaliator. <laughs> Does that sound like The Terminator? Dude, it's got four and a half out of five stars on Blu-ray.com as far as the video quality goes. For the Blu-ray. That, that's the way you're going to see yeah, it. Yeah, look, if you're going to see it, see the best version you can. It's got four out of five stars for extras. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, that's that's where, you know, these Blu-rays, that's where they come into play and you get like, because you never, there's no version of this movie. I don't even know this is on, I mean, it is on DVD from these guys, but you you, you don't get these kind of um, extras anywhere from anyone, anywhere else. No. You know, nobody else is spending money to put a special edition of Program to Kill out. Except for Kino. Yeah, man. And it's already available. It's been available since January. Good Lord. January. Get it. Grab it. Well, you can. It's probably limited press. Oh, and some of the covers too. They actually show the title, "The Retaliator." Yeah, yeah. This is this is from Alan Holtzman, right? 
director yeah. of such classics as Sha- Savage Island and <laughs> who doesn't love Savage Island? Grant the wrestling movie. Yeah, you know who? Who do I've actually seen Grant Forbidden Plant and, for, and Forbidden World is his too. He directed that also. Well, dude, the other thing I'm excited about is that Robert Ginty is the fucking co-star of uh, Program to Kill. And you know how much I love Robert Ginty because you know how much I love those Exterminator movies, one and two. Ginty. And he was also TJ in Black Sheep Squadron. I love Ginty. He's great. Yeah, Ginty's great, dude. R.I.P. Poor guy. Speaking of Xena. Yeah, man. Dude, Ginty got around. He was in a lot of stuff. Yep. He was like, you know, he was kid that kind of quiet, cool vibe to him, you know? Yep. Did you see also, real quick, I just want to throw this out there, that the To Live and Die in L.A. is yes. being released in a 4K Ultra. Yeah, I saw that a package. couple of days ago. I'm very excited about that. I don't know if there's, I don't, I, I kind of doubt there's any more special features on it that aren't on the Shout one, because I feel like they culled the world for that. I'd be amazed if they turned up something new. Well, yeah, as far as I know, the only thing that is, I mean, it's got, I don't think there's anything new other than the transfer. Yeah, I don't think so either. But it's pretty stacked. It's still got a lot of stuff in there. The the 4K disc is just the movie and the commentary from Freakin. Right. And on the and the Blu-ray has those same things. And then it has one, two, three, four, five, six featurettes ranging from eight minutes to 30 minutes in length. And then um, Freakin' Introductions to Delete and Alternate Scenes, Radio Spot, Theatrical. It's the, I think it's pretty much everything. Yeah, it looks the same. I think I think somebody was nice enough at Shout to hook them up. It, it, you're not going to get 4K anywhere else but this, so there's that. Um, and then you're probably not going to get a better version of, of the movie on Blu-ray either since it's going to be struck off of the same remaster. So it's going to look as best as it possibly can. You know, well, it's Kino, so they don't fuck around and they won't do the kind of shit that Warner Brothers just did. Tomorrow, Max Fleischer's Superman is being released by Warner Brothers. All the shorts. Oh, gotcha. But the reviews have already come out for it. And they did that thing that Warner Brothers has been, you know, belligerent for. And that was taking all the grain out. They they were so busy cleaning it out because they had the original negs. And they cleaned it up so much that they put too much DNR in it, digital noise reduction. And they just made it look like a, well, they took away all the amazing detail from what I'm reading for Max Fleischer's, you know, beautiful lines of art, black lines that, that, that he did on the, on the Superman cartoons. And uh, it just, it's not good. I'm seeing three out of five stars on a video review for something that was fully remastered on 4K scans and everything. So this is what happens when people think they know what they're doing. They understand the tech and then the DNR is the worst. You, you can't, you shouldn't be a film fan and appreciate DNR. Some DNR is okay. But they put this blanket thing over there like it's a fucking Instagram filter, right? And it just degrades and mutes the everything, mutes the colors, it mutes the lines. All the contrast has been like, it's like putting a Gaussian blur over the entire thing and it looks fucking terrible. I haven't seen this, but for four different reviews to say the same thing about the video quality. Yeah. So avoid that one. As much as you love the Max Fleischer cartoons, avoid it because it's not. No, you're getting a blue. You're getting a Blu-ray for a reason, and I understand the silly ass things are what eighty years old now, or getting close to it. Yeah, they got to be. And here's the thing: that sucks is that they're they're the owners of the negs, the original negs. So we're that's the best it's going to ever look. <laughs> no one's going to come around and free scan that all over again. Right, it's not, not going to happen anyway. 
to that was was to live and die in LA. Was that coming out again? Because we just remember we talked about it. When is it coming out again? The the 4K on that. It'll be released July 18th, 2023. All right. Hits the street for $16.59 if you pre-order it right now. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that shot select cover. Stupid. I don't know why they used that and just didn't use the original art. Yeah, you know, it's they, they do that. I, I, I seldom do that. I, I want to say I, I haven't liked one shout select cover better than the original artwork yet. Well, that Arrow one's pretty good. Yeah, it's okay, but dude, none of it's. I mean, to me, when I live down in LA, that original cover, there's not one version that's better than that. And it kind of goes for every Shout Select movie. I feel like the original artwork is better. I mean, I appreciate the new stuff, but I, you know, I, if I'm given the option to flip the cover around and have the original, I all my Blu rays are that way. I just thought the Kino page open. I guess I could have just looked at it and told you when it was coming out. <laughs> ba boom! You know what else is coming out? What? The 50th anniversary of Serpico oh. just came out two weeks ago. Um, 4K. Came out the same week as the Godfather movies, weirdly. Do you know that, do you know that I, haven't, I haven't seen Serpico in so long that I'm, I'm not even sure I've ever seen the whole thing? What? Yeah. You, haven't, you don't remember it? I don't remember seeing the whole thing. Oh. Which, yeah, man, it's one of those. I, I, yeah, I don't, I just don't, I don't remember seeing it's, it. It's one of those performances before Pacino screamed his lines, before he lost his hearing in Sin of a Woman, started yelling at everybody every, for the rest of his movie career. I still reel over that reveal, the little anecdote that Pacino shared at the DGA screen for Heat about how his character was chipping Coke the entire time. And it wasn't part of the movie. And I'm like, it explains what he does so much what his character does in the movie, uh, some of the actions he takes. And, but yeah, I, I, I think, I still think that was fun. And Michael Mann didn't shut him down. He just kind of like, that's, that's what, that's what it was. Sure. If that's what Al wants to say, go right ahead. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I'm just saying that's what's Michael Mann going to do. Get up and argue with him in front of a room full of people. Right. <laughs> I doubt it. No. You know what else? Like um, before we get off the keynote thing, you'd mentioned the longest yard. Yeah. Was that, that was pre, right? Yes. The Longest Yard is coming out, but also uh, Robert Aldridge's other film with Burt Reynolds and Eddie Albert is finally being released on Blu-ray, Hustle. Oh, right. I think that's it. I love Eddie Albert playing a bad guy. Eddie Albert plays, he plays pretty much the warden character from uh, The Longest Yard as an unscrupulous LA businessman um, who maybe is running a porn ring. We don't know. But we, it, but it's a great movie. It's something, man. I, I, I love it. It's another great LA noir title, right? That is really like, dude. It's, it's been hard to see forever. But I mean, the, the cast is crazy. But it's like all Aldrich film. Like, you got Burt Reynolds, Catherine Deneuve, Ben Johnson, Ernie, Ernie Borgnine, Eddie Albert, Paul Winfield plays his partner, Eileen Brennan, Catherine Bach, who we probably all know uh, from something. From something. We know from from Dukes, damn it. She's she's the OG Daisy Dukes. Yes, uh, Jack Carter, who uh, is is great. I always know. I always, for me, when I was a kid, Jack Carter was always a like one of the special guests on Match Game. <laughs> and then Colleen Brennan. Uh, but man, it's quite a cast, and it's a great piece of LA noir. This it's definitely worth picking up. I'd, I'd really, really love to hear. There's a, a, I guess I should read this book, Whatever Happened to Robert Aldrich. 
because I'm a big Aldrich fan and I do love, uh, I love, I dude, I love his 70s stuff as much as I love his late 50s, early 60s stuff. Right. Uh, you know, he was, I, I feel like he might, I don't know if I can say this, but he might, I feel like he's a favorite of Tarantino because I feel like Quentin champions a lot of his movies at the New Beverly. Oh, I believe that. And we all know Quentin has his, everything that he shows there is all his own personal stuff. Yeah, yeah I think that might, that sounds like something that he would, Hustle's fun, man. Like literally, I, like I, if I, if there's one thing I would tell people to go out and buy this week, it'd be hustle, hustle, hustle. Bert in that movie in Hustle is, well, first of all, it's no, it's Bert with no mustache, right? And that's kind of where I was going with. Um, for me, I didn't discover it until after I was, you know, well, where where Smokey was well ingrained in my head. I, I don't want to say it was, I could have been after Cannonball Run, I'm thinking about it. But I got around to going back and seeing stuff like that, and I, don't know, I hadn't watched Deliverance yet. So when I'm watching this, there's times where he's just sitting there not doing anything, he's just smiling and talking and seeing, like fucking very Brando-esque. That's what I always remember. Well, yeah. Well, there's there's that whole thing too. Without the mustache, everything. You know, there there was always you know comparisons to early Brando right. looks wise with right. Bert. He really and very much so in this one too. So uh, Hustle is being released this Tuesday, day after today. Yeah, tomorrow actually. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Because today's Monday. Sure. <laughs> For you guys. Oh, I forgot to mention. I hope everybody had a, all the moms had a nice Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Yeah. So there. Yeah. All right then. So if you want to follow us on the socials, it's at Karate Pod on Twitter, Insta, and the Letterbox on Letterbox is Corey underscore Culp to follow Corey and Culper97 on Insta. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at Rock and Roll33 on your Instagram, or you could follow me at Tom Cody on Letterbox. That's Tom Cody at Letterbox. And whatever happened to Robert Aldrich? Was that a question? Or are you just, just being silly? No, that's the name of the book. Oh. <laughs> His Life in Films. What? You All can right. pick that up at Amazon, I'm sure. <laughs> okay.